Hello, everyone. You are listening to LA Theater Bites. I'm your host, Matthew Robinson, and today we are interviewing Robot Teammate, the creators of the play Pockets, which premiered at the Hollywood Friends Festival earlier in 2019, and now we're making its way to New York at the Soho Playhouse in December. And I've got the entire, <laughs> quite a few of the Robot Team uh, Mate teams. Uh, what about teammate teams? It's a, kind of a tongue twister. We get, yeah, we, we're we're everybody. Here. Everybody's here. Yeah, everyone's here. Um, so we're going to talk really quickly about your show. Before we do that, would you all go around and just introduce yourselves and briefly talk about what you did? Uh, hello, I'm Chris Bramante. I am part of Robot Teammate, one of the writers, producers, and the actor who portrays the role of vegan. Hey, this is Kat Primo. I played the Duchess Winifred Dolores Crumbledunk in Pockets with Robot Teammate. I'm Dave Reynolds. I play Barkley St. Piggins, Jim Val Jim, and Rob Cryer. And I was one of the writers and helped make this baby. I'm Molly Dworsky, and I play Bellamina Crumbledunk, who goes undercover as Pockets, the thief. Um, and uh, collaborated with my teammates here to write and produce and uh, get this show on the road. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I'm Branson Nijame. I'm the composer and uh, musical director and also star baker Brian. But um, yeah, helped to make this awesome Pockets thing happen. So what's that like? When does it decide, or when does someone come and decide, like, hey, I've got an idea, or... I have something, is it on a rotation or do people just pitch it at one night? How do you guys come to that conclusion or like who's gonna lead this, spearhead this or whose idea are we gonna go with and then all kind of collaborate with? Yeah, so, so far we've scripted four musicals and so this is our fourth and we have taken turns being the head writer of a certain project. So um, a couple of us have had a turn already. This uh, this time around was Dave's turn. So Dave's creative vision uh, in this in for pockets was uh, of utmost import to us all. Um, and Dave sort of took on the brunt of the heavy lifting as far as getting drafts out and um, keeping track of the script. But as far as collaborating, we are very egalitarian, almost to a fault. And we will argue about a creative element or point or line or word choice uh, to death, basically, or until we all have consensus on literally every single word in the script we have to all sign off on to feel good about. We started as a musical improv comedy collective. And so we've improvised like 600 musicals together prior to scripting our musical work. And so we always take the best ideas, the funniest things, and really have a lot of trust and high level of collaboration in our process since the beginning. Well, that's like what really fascinates me because coming from a world where everything you have to do musical improv, which is one of, in my opinion, the hardest forms of improv to do because you have to be <laughs> able to sing, sometimes rhyme, find a melody, some sort of lyricism on the fly. I mean, regular improv is hard enough and then you do it musically and it's like adding difficulty onto an already uh, pretty difficult task. So is there any kind of difference or major difference you notice having to go from something that is improv to something much more scripted, like you said, all the way down to like pretty much every single line. I mean, there's a lot of choreography in Pockets. You have a great opening number, you have live music, a live band. What was like the challenges and the benefits of having something that is scripted as opposed to improv? Well, 
the benefits to the fact that we've improvised so much together is that we're so accustomed to generating ideas that it gets us to a place where even though there are certain ideas that are held very preciously, if there's an idea that doesn't necessarily feel like it's the best idea to everyone, we have no shortage of being able to then come up with alternatives. Um, so I think that because we're so used to just making all these tracks on the fly, that that helps the process. I think that a hard thing about the uh, initial scripting process was that we're so accustomed to saying yes to each other that when we actually go into the writing room and have to say no to certain ideas, that is uh, a certain thing that we had to adapt to but we've done it and we've adapted to it every single time we've undertaken a new scripted project. When you're improvising, you're writing, you're performing, and you're directing all at the same time and adding music to that. You're also songwriting at the same time. So we all have experience with a bunch of different hats and we all want to maintain that level of connection and um, taking a, a sincere role in scripting something as our group. Wow, uh, yeah, I mean, I love the show. I saw it at the Hollywood Fringe, which congratulations, by the way, you won best world premiere, best musical. I mean, you guys were on fire. Uh, I was with some people and we joked because the, you were on the, the top balcony and you had to keep running down to collect your awards. <laughs> Everyone was saying like, oh man, like this is like, it's like, I wish they would just like stay because we were all just like, oh, they won again. And like, everyone was like, we knew they were going to win. I mean, it was such a fun joyous experience. Well, dude, I, I did not plan to sweat that much that night. I was, <laughs> I was hoofing and huffing up those stairs. <laughs> but I think it just speaks to how much people love Robot Teammate and love what you guys do. You did Thug Tunnel a few years ago, Turbulence, which I still have the poster art for here in my uh, oh. desk drawer. I, I mean, you guys just do great stuff. And do you feel any of that pressure to like now that you people with kind of a reputation, you kind of a name, do you ever feel that pressure of like, oh, wow, you got to really come out here and like perform at this level or give them something that they're really going to enjoy? Well, first of all, Matthew, thank you for the support and thank you for coming and being uh, uh, complimentary and sweet to us. That's very much appreciated. Um, yeah, as far as pressure, definitely we feel pressure, but we have had so much experience with each other and have built such a trust with each other and such a sort of confidence in each other's abilities that, like, we wrote a version of Pockets uh, that was basically fully completed and we're debating on certain elements of the storyline and uh, holes in the plot and with a, a maybe a month or a month and a half to go we scrapped the entire script and started over with an entirely different cast of characters around pockets and uh, entirely different songs so i think just uh <laughs> we totally feel the pressure and before we perform on opening night we honestly have no idea how it's going to go we know that we make each other laugh and that we have argued our points to exhaustion so our hope is that all that hard work will mean that the performance will be delightful uh, but we don't really know until opening night if anything really works because we're also tweaking and changing things up until the very last minute because i think mm. of our improvisation background and our nature to want to change things and and perfect things and we're really grateful to the Hollywood fringe community we love creating for that audience and it is because of the support and encouragement of that community that we're able to now 
go to New York and be bi-coastal musical theater creators. So we do not take that for granted. And we hope that that joy that we put on stage is contagious and that we can continue to delight people. Oh yeah, I'm sure. And speaking of which, you're going to be doing a performance because I know there's some there's some new things in this place, some new things that you've seen pockets before. There's actually some new stuff added. And on December 5th, you're going to do a kind of a preview show here in LA, correct? Yeah, uh, on December 5th, we're going to do sort of a messy, dressy rehearsal sort of vibe, uh, show you, you know, what we're going to be bringing to uh, New York City. And, you know, especially for people who didn't get to see it in LA the first time around, this will be a great opportunity to see it um, right before we head out to Soho, the Soho Playhouse. And also for people who did see it, they'll be able to come and see the differences because we've gone back and we've tweaked and we've added jokes and new songs like Branson and the band have all new songs and arrangements. Yeah, we have uh, three brand new songs that are wonderful. One's even a, a, a kind of a anthology of all the songs and thematic material that we have throughout the whole musical, which we were really happy to be able to do in this new incarnation that we're really excited to share. It'll be an evening in Crumpeton and that's December 5th. Doors are at 7.30, you can come in, get crumpets, get tea, get your face painted with the Duchess, have an immersive experience at the Broadwater main stage, the same theater that we played in Hollywood Fringe this summer. And our poster artist, Beverly Arce, will be at the event doing caricature uh, of people. It's included in your ticket price. Oh, that's wonderful. I mean, oh, man, that, that poster is great. Again, love the, I mean, I love the poster art for Pockets. It just like, you see it and you're like, oh, okay. Nice. I, I want to see the show. It just really stood out. I mean, there's 400 shows at the Fringe. So to have art that like sticks out and you're just like, that looks fun. That looks inviting. It looks like a cool story. I mean, it says a lot uh, about her talent. Cool. Oh yeah, Beverly is amazing. And she um, has continued to collaborate with us as we've expanded the artwork that we're using to promote Pockets in New York. Uh, we're going to be able to share some new artwork from Beverly this week. Uh, Beverly has helped us kind of rearrange her poster art for us to be able to um, properly display that piece in all of the different like websites where we are promoting pockets and yeah, we're excited about it. Yeah, and I think what you're saying is great is that, you know, we started with Time Heart, which was our first show. And the one thing we knew is we needed to have a dynamic poster and it's almost, we've had to live up to each poster. <laughs> so if you love, we love the poster as much as you do, we knew the show had to live up to the hype of the poster. It's a great excuse to collaborate across different mediums too, mm. making these physicals with so many great people. We're collaborating now with Allie Miller and with Lauren Van Karen for uh, this new mm. edit of the play too. So if you like their work, um, check out the rework on December 5th. Yeah, friends we've made in the Fringe and have found new ways to collaborate with and that has, uh, that's been also something that the Fringe has provided us and we're very grateful for that. Oh yeah, Friends is great for that. And I love both of those uh, people. They're awesome, awesome, awesome. I've seen probably, I feel like I've seen a bajillion of Allie Miller's shows and performances. Oh, totally. <laughs> She's prolific. She just never steps amazing. And Lauren Van Curen just got her show, Art Couple, picked up by um, Black Party. Black Party, yeah. So just, we are so grateful and so lucky to have amazing artists around us that we get to uh, 
poach and use and get to collaborate. <laughs> yeah, and I, I, I'd like to do a shout out to the wonderful bandmates that have been uh, here with the new songs and learning and getting through the arrangements. Uh, Alex Keenan, uh, uh, Chris Souza, and Harrison Lee all really putting in their time on cello, bass, and drums to make it sound as good as it can. Oh, yeah. The music is top notch. It's done live. I mean, the composing, the songs, everything works so well in something that could be so you kind of go and you see a musical and you think oh that was nice and you kind of leave and by the time you've gone to the parking lot you've forgotten all the songs pockets is such a memorable musical experience it truly is i think the one thing about pockets that's we that we all wanted to make sure it, it checked off all the boxes and um being worth the time uh there's so much going on these days there's so much different ways to ingest media that when people go to something, they really expect sort of the top caliber of story and of characters and, and really allowing themselves to give away that precious time. And what we hope with Pockets is that when they leave, they don't feel like they wasted their time, that they feel like they need to go back and reinvest their time and and learning more about it. Most definitely. Now, so I know you're going to be over there at the Soho Playhouse for the New York crowd that may be hearing this. It, what's your kind of your elevator pitch for the story? Because it's a sweet story and it, it deals with the town. It kind of plays off some classic literature and classic uh, themes, but you put a new spin on it, a new twist on it. And uh, it's also family friendly. It's a family friendly show, but it, I wanted you guys to give you a chance to kind of pitch the idea and the kind of the plot of the story. All right. I would say that Pockets is a, a Dickensian farce that follows the story of a duchess's daughter, Bellamina Crumbledunk, who, in an attempt to gain the attention of her neglectful mother, uh, resorts to becoming a renowned street thief called Pockets, and then uh, gets swept up into a criminal uprising uh, amongst the worst criminals in all of their small town society. Uh, and in the process, as she gets deeper and deeper into that situation, comes to discover a lot about herself and uh, about the true meaning of community and family in the process. It's a heartwarming and hilarious heroine's journey, musical comedy perfect for the holidays. A tale of crime and treasure. <laughs> <laughs> that helpful? <laughs> very, very, very. Yeah, uh, I think it's if you, want, if you want to bring your family to something where you'll definitely laugh and have a good time, but at the end be able to have actually thought-provoking conversations with your kids about certain aspects of life that maybe they never really comprehended. Like, hmm. you know, our, our central relationship is a mother-daughter relationship. And I think we tackle that in a way that most uh, stories don't. Yeah, that was one thing that really stuck with me, the relationship between the mother and the daughter. It really pulls at the heartstrings, and it's so relatable. It doesn't matter if you are, for me, a son with a mother and father, you know, daughter, father, daughter, mother. That central core relationship of a parent and kid is so strong. And also, you know, sticking up for yourself and knowing right from wrong. It, it's, wow, you guys cram a lot into this story, but it never feels like it. It just kind of flows pretty effortlessly, I might say. Thanks, yeah. So sweet. So sweet. <laughs> we, we aim to make you laugh and feel all the feels while you're at a robot <laughs> The feels. The oh, and I <laughs> That's a reference to our own work. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that we mentioned it yet, but we're recording the album of Pockets 
um, and we'll hopefully have that available as soon as next week. Um, oh but gosh. definitely we'll be selling the, the download in New York. Oh man, that might be my Christmas gift to myself. <laughs> <laughs> but I think also one thing to note about sort of the way we approach our storytelling is we always want to tell original ideas with original characters, but we also mm. in the process celebrate familiar genres that are enjoyable to us and that we try to blend those genres and blend as many of uh, tropes from those. Like with Time Heart, it wasn't just Back to the Future. It, it was also Doctor Who. It was mm. also, you know, Flash Gordon. With Thug Tunnel, <clears throat> you know, it was this dystopian, uh, like kind of 80s vibe, escape from New York type vibe. And with Pocket, you know, we really wanted to blend a lot of these different classic era tales. So it's not just, just Oliver, even though that might be something that's, you know, on the nose in terms of a familiar thing, because it has to deal with a street thief. But it's, you know, it's Les Mis, it's Sweeney Todd. It's, it's a lot of the Muppet things. Muppet Christmas Carol. Muppet Christmas Carol, <laughs> exactly. It's, yeah, I mean, and it's on top of on top of those different references. It's such a blending of both music, scoring, live uh, acting. I mean, the it's it the mediums all kind of blend together, and where we get to have fun, whether it's doing a song, doing some choreo, or even having just a little bassoon behind my favorite character, Vegan. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Vegan. It's, it's fantastic. <laughs> Heard it here. Benson's favorite character. We did not know this. Uh, we're going to have to record this. Oh, no. Just because of the we need to sit down for family breakfast and have a talk, I think. Breakfast <laughs> over crumpets and tea to spill the tea. Yeah. <laughs> it just came out. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, before we get going here, um, also, now I have a side question. Are crumpets vegan? I don't know. I'm not vegan. I don't know. Are crumpets vegan? Um, I know they're not gluten free. Totally. <laughs> yeah, totally. Anything's yeah. vegan if you call it vegan. Mm -hmm. That's true. Except for if it's not. Pour some juice on your crumpets today. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, juice instead of jam. That's right. We need to have like the orange juice. Right. Orange juice and crumpets. Yeah. <laughs> Um, that's, some, that's some inside baseball right there. <laughs> um, uh, so you guys will be playing and at the Soho Playhouse in starting December 11th, and you'll be playing throughout the month, correct? Correct. Yes, we'll be at the Soho Playhouse as part of their Fringe Encore series. It shows from Fringe festivals around the world, and we're super honored to be having 10 performances there. So if you know anyone in New York, please tell them to come check out Pocket. Yes, and also a shout out to Anya Anastasia, who we are, uh, who we have met through promotions from afar. She's coming all the way from Australia, and she has a show called The Executioners, and, um, and you know. Also Milgrew. Yeah, Milgrew coming from LA. Please check them out. They were also at the Hollywood Fringe, just a very interesting so show. So bizarre and hilarious, yeah. sort of a clowning. Fantastic. Mm -hmm. It's a lot of the show. Where can people buy tickets for the show? SohoPlayhouse.com, check out their calendar there. You can get the link to the tickets. Um, for December 5th performance in LA, go to robotteammate.com slash shop. Awesome, awesome. Thank you. Oh man, well thank you guys so much for being here on the program. I really appreciate it. I'm a big fan of your work, love pockets. I cannot wait for the New York run. Break a leg, break all the legs. I hope I'm there on the December 5th show here in LA. 
We hope you are. You're too. the best. You're the sweetest. Thank we love so Matt the Gathering and you <laughs> and everything about what you're doing. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, that means a lot. <laughs> Matt the Gathering. Oh man, I I have no idea if we're still doing that next this year. I'm I'm very nervous because people just accost me in the street <laughs> when that happens. <laughs> uh, uh, you you had yeah. a very successful campaign. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. So there you guys have it. Pockets, December 5th in LA, and then starting December 11th in New York at the SoFo Playhouse. Robot teammate, once again, thank you so much for being here on the program. Thank you. Thank you. If you like Elder Bites, you can help support us with a donation to our Patreon. 5% will be taken from every donation to LA Theater Bites and given to a nonprofit theater organization in Los Angeles. You can also donate directly to theaters in the area. Donations from the public are so important to theaters big and small in the Los Angeles area.